Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. From KQED in San Francisco, I'm Alexis Madrigal. Hey everyone, right this second, you're listening to our new theme music, which we're refreshing after many years. So we're taking this moment to talk about theme songs, both with the composer who created ours, and with heavy-hitting cultural critics Wesley Morris, Jen Cheney, and Dave Schilling. What do theme songs do? Why do they come to mean so much to us? And which ones can you not get out of your head, whether you want to or not? That's all coming up next, after this news. Welcome to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. So with our new theme song out there in the wild now, we're taking a show to talk about theme songs in general. And the most recognizable of all themes are the TV shows that we grew up with. Here first to discuss what makes a great theme, we've got Dave Schilling, a contributing writer at Image Magazine from the Los Angeles Times. Welcome, Dave. Thank you for having me. So let's just start with the obvious. What makes a great theme song? Well, I mean, I think it's obviously something that's catchy, something that sticks in your head and that makes you hum it when the show is over, but something also that sets a tone and a mood for the show you're about to watch. If the song doesn't fit with the tone of the show, the song is not going to be memorable. It has to be something that says, ah, I know this show is going to be scary or funny or irreverent or um, romantic. Like It has to have that deep understanding of the themes and the tone of the show that it is proceeding. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's all about that little hook in these theme songs, you know? Yeah. Uh, you just listen for that thing where you're just like, oh, that is the herald. I think our senior producer <laughs> called that the herald of the show, you know? Um, but they're also, as you noted, um, they're about vibes. So for you, what theme song, what TV theme song just instantly sets the vibe for you? That's a great question. I mean, the most um, important instance of a, a theme song really elevating a show and setting a tone is Game of Thrones. Um, I think when you're watching that for the first time, you have no clue that this is a show about dragons and ice zombies and that kind of thing. You just know it's one of those uh, medieval kinds of sword and sorcery shows. You tune in and that's that theme hits dun 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 and it really does kind of draw you in to this magical world. It really says this is going to be epic, this is going to be huge, this is going to blow your mind. Something truly outrageous is gonna happen in this show. Um, because it has that that percussive and propulsive theme song that makes you uh feel that epic just vibe that feeling of of this is truly a bigger than life kind of program 
Well, you know, it's it's interesting because, of course, with the big epic shows, there's this feeling of, you know, you, you can go to those string sections. You can bring in that orchestra. What about, like, the kind of sillier shows? Like, what? how do they accomplish what they do to set you up for, like, hey, hey, friend, you ready for a good laugh? <laughs> well, I mean, Seinfeld is a good example of this, where it's just kind of, like, strange, like, mouth noises <laughs> every once in a while. Um, it's It's jazzy, but also kind of bizarre and it's melodic in a sense but it's not like oh this is this is a normal song it's just it's very out there i i, I don't think we talk about how strange seinfeld's theme theme song was uh, another theme song i love is night court um night court has this very like downtown funk vibe and then you've got all of the like shots of the taxi cabs and people walking down the streets and smoke billowing out of um subway grates in new york and it really says like oh this is a show about the kind of underbelly of new york city uh in the 80s which is a whole other kind of vibe that um you know i didn't experience personally <laughs> i'm not old enough to have experienced that but it was it's a it's a different idea of New York and it's it's a fun one. It's even though this is a show about sex workers on trial and and very vagrants and that kind of thing going to court, it still has this irreverence and this and this fun to it. And that song really does a lot of the heavy lifting to make it clear that this is going to be a sitcom as opposed to an hour long drama about um, you know the underclass the of New York City. New York City right. Exactly. Well, let's listen in to Seinfeld just for a minute. You mentioned it before Night Court as being surprisingly weird. And let's let's see if we can hear why. I mean, I feel like this qualifies as like a half bop, you know, it's like, yes, it is, you know, um, like and and. Well, talk about it. Talk about it. What are you hearing it? Well, there's like almost like whatever that mouth noise is where it's like you're popping your cheek with your finger. Like, that yeah, that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I hesitated to try to do it on the air live and just ruin the show. I have a lot of confidence in my cheek pop, you know? I got none. Yeah. I got zero confidence. <laughs> um, that sort of stuff is almost kind of like scatting. Like it's mouth noises that approximate music. And then all of the other stuff. I don't even know what those instruments are. I couldn't tell you right now. What is that thing? Is it a bass guitar? It seems there's a lot of bass in here. Um, it just feels like it's funky in, in, in a different sense than Night Court was. Um, and it's it's ironic that there's this, this very funky kind of like bass heavy music, which you associate with. Um, you know, black music. You associate it with jazz or with um, funk or the blues. And there's no black people on this show. <laughs> there's zero, none. There's like a the, there's a security guard or two, uh, but that's it. No, no black people. But it's this very funky theme. And I think um, th that incongruous nature of the show and the music is kind of what's fascinating about it. I mean, yes, Seinfeld's uh, the the jazziness is unexpected. Why do you think? That little riff, the doom doom, like, why did that become so memeable? Why did that become just the thing people use to punctuate certain types of jokes? Um, because it it calls attention to itself being funny. Like you mm. said, you know, how do you say that something is funny um, before you start watching it, so that you settle in, you understand what you're getting at? And there's something funny about a bass guitar because it kind of feels heavy like a big person kind of lumbering around doing wacky stuff. Um, it's not like, um, you know, an electric guitar. 
Um, it's not like the kind of heavy drums that are in the Game of Thrones theme. There's something just inherently ridiculous about the bass guitar and the strumming of it. That it's almost it almost feels aimless. The strumming of the bass guitar. It's like somebody said to a bass guitar player, "Hey, just do whatever you want right now. Just <laughs> indulge yourself. We'll keep the uh, machine running and we'll just play whatever you come up with." Uh, and that's what it is. And I think it's just funny to put a bass guitar on things. Just like putting a slide whistle on something is very funny. Yes. Uh, I don't have any confidence in being able to do a slide whistle sound. <laughs> radio. Um, we're talking about theme music as today is our first day with new theme music for both the nine o'clock and 10 o'clock hours of forum. We're joined first by Dave Schilling, a writer and okay. humorist, as you can tell, and a contributing writer with the LA Times. And we do want to hear from you. What theme song do you never hit skip intro on? What's a theme you can't get out of your head? And, you know, what's your favorite theme and why? You can give us a call, 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can get in touch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or KQED Forum. Or you can email your questions to forum at kqed.org. Want to add another voice into our conversation? Jen Cheney is the TV critic at Vulture. Welcome, Jen. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So what I wanted to ask about you about as a TV critic, do you think theme songs have really changed over time or how would you describe the evolution of the theme song? I mean, and I may be showing my age by saying this, uh, I think the golden era for them was really in the 70s and 80s because that was a time when, first of all, everybody was kind of watching the same show. So we were all on the same cultural page, but also, you know, the theme songs were they were hits on the billboard charts. Like you could hear them on the radio. They weren't just, you know, limited to TV. So you had some really, really good songs um, that kind of transcended just the television medium. That being said, I do still think there are some good ones being made, but I think the seventies and eighties was really volume wise had the most to offer. And like, what for you are a couple of the just golden era hits of the theme song genre? Sure. Um, well, I think the greatest theme song of all time is the theme from Sanford and Son, um, which was composed by Quincy Jones. Um, it's instrumental, it doesn't have words, but it is 100% a bop to the point where um, when I got married, our wedding party was introduced at the reception to the theme from Sanford and Son. That is how highly I regard that song. Uh, and then another one that- We gotta you listen know, to that. I mean, you've, you've, you've sold me on it. Let's listen to a little bit of it, Sanford okay. and Sons. Here we go. Oh, I love that harmonica. <laughs> so this song, this is just a, a, an awesome song, right? Do you think yeah. it's the best theme song or is it just the best song that happens to be a theme? Does that make sense? <laughs> it, it does. I, I think because it was written with the intention of being a theme song, I, I think it's the best theme song. Um, but it's also a good song in its own right. Um, and what would, what would stack up against Sanford and Sons for you? Um, gosh, I mean, Again, I'm, I'm pulling from the same era. I would say the theme from Good Times is incredible. The theme from mm -hmm. the Jeffersons is great. Uh, you know, these are songs that like, even if you weren't alive in that era, you probably know them because they have a lot of staying power. 
but again, you know, there are still some some modern ones that are that are very, very good. I think the, the important quality for a TV theme song is it has to be an instant earworm. It has to get stuck in your head the second you hear it. And, you know, of the modern era songs, it feels like they kind of change, right? Particularly in that kind of HBO transition into streaming era. It feels like they got, I, I you know, I want to say darker, you know, along with prestige yeah. television getting darker. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you say that, the immediate thing I think of is the Sopranos theme song, which, and this is, again, a reflection of, of maybe a, a bit of a change. A lot of the great theme songs now existed first as a song, and then they became the themes for a show, and then that's how they became well-known, um, which is the case with that show. But uh, my favorite that's currently um, airing is the theme for the show Girls 5 Eva, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but... Um, mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a comedy on Peacock about a, a girl group from the early 2000s that tries to get back together in midlife. And the theme song is supposed to be their one of their hit songs called Girls Five Eva. And it's just full of number puns, but it's very catchy. And I laugh every time I hear it. And I've heard it many, 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 many times. <laughs> uh, in honor of our new theme music, we're talking about great TV theme music. Right now, we're talking with Jen Cheney, TV critic at Vulture, and Dave Schilling, a writer and humorist and a contributing writer at the LA Times. Of course, you know what this is. We're going into the break with the Sopranos theme music. Stay tuned for more after we come back. This is Barbara Leslie, president of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure, the smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, tune in to KQED, always bringing us remarkable stories about who we are and where we live. Enjoy today's episode of Forum. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found you. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. This is our new theme music for the 9 a.m. In honor of our new theme music, we're talking about great theme music, great TV themes primarily, with Jen Cheney, TV critic at Vulture, and Dave Schilling, a writer and humorist, and a contributing writer with the LA Times. To talk about our theme, which I happen to think is great, we have Ramtin Arablui, an audio engineer, musician, and composer. You might know him as co-host and co-producer of NPR's podcast, Throughline, and he created this music for us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Alexis. How are you? 
I'm good. I'm good. It's a big day for us, to be honest with you. I mean, this music has been with this show for many, many years, uh, the, the old music, and we have this new music now. So I want you to maybe think about, as a composer, what do you think a theme has to do? Because you've, you've done a bunch of these. You've done like five or six different big NPR podcast um, music yeah. beds and, and themes. Yeah, well, first, it sounds great <laughs> hearing it on the radio now after working on it uh, with you and the team for, for weeks uh, and actually a couple months. It's, it sounds really good. I'm really happy with how it came out. Um, I, You know, there's a couple elements that I think are really important. I think the first is with any theme song, um, it has to capture the vibe of the show, but it also has to be something that people wouldn't mind listening to over and over every day. That's very subjective, I know, but the goal is to kind of capture a mood and make something that's like pleasurable and this, uh, to listen to repeatedly. And that means it has to have space. It has to have some um, feelings that are both uh, kind of positive, but also slightly neutral. So anything can go on it. The other thing I think is really important is that it has to have some kind of earworm at the beginning. All of the best theme songs from film, from sorry, from TV, from radio, et cetera, have something going on in the first five to 10 seconds that hook you that are almost like a Pavlovian uh, signal that you're about to get a certain kind of uh, experience, either visually or auditory. Yeah. I mean, I think the words that I used in describing our, our theme song after, you know, we kind of went through this process, I was like, it's propulsive. It's also kind of curious. I mean, like the song itself kind of, you're sort of like, well, what, what's coming next? And it's also got that, you know, the little hook. So I, that's, that's how we ended up with, with this particular version of how do you normally do this? Like when you do, you know, we went through a process with you, but like, if you're just going to project X and you're going to be like, okay, let's do your theme song. Like how, what's your, what's your process? Fill people in. Yeah. So usually what I, what I do, I, I view this work of composing for, you know, film or podcasts or TV show or anything like that as a service job. In the end, you're serving the vision of the people making the show, the people who created it. Well, so the first thing I, yeah, and that's, and that's the job, you know, I, I, I bring my own flavor to it as a, you know, musician or artist, but in the end, I want to get something that you're happy with that the, the, the sort of folks making the show are. And in this instance, or any instance, what I usually do is ask them, what do you like? What do you listen to? So I ask for um, people making the show to basically send me music they enjoy, you know, answer <laughs> some questions about what they like. Um, and so that's usually my first step because my, what I want to do is get into the mind frame and the vibe of the people making the show, what they enjoy. They're the ones that are going to have to listen to it every single day along with listeners. So that's the first step always is to get into that space with them. Cool. And we ended up um, going with two sort of interrelated pieces of music. So I want to play our 10 a.m. theme as well. Let's listen to that because people haven't heard it yet.
was your forum 10 a.m. Our new theme music. Do you want to, did you want to just riff on, on this piece of music a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, so this piece of music, uh, was really, um, you know, if you think about the first hour propels people into the listening experience and the, and the hope here was to kind of, uh, create something that also has a prope pro kind of propulsive, propulsive feeling, but that eases you into the conversation as well. So as you can hear there, there's a lot of similar elements, a lot of live instrumentation and kind of bigness to the theme, but it kind of, um, lands in a little bit of a different place, a little bit of a smoother kind of landing towards the end of it. And that was the goal there to create something that had connected connectivity, but also had its own kind of identity. And this one's just has a slightly different identity in that way, but has a lot of the same elements and, and vibe, I think. Yeah. In honor of the new theme music for forum, we're talking about theme music, including our own, as well as the great TV themes. We're joined by Ramtanar Bluey, an audio engineer, musician, and composer, co-host, co-producer of NPR's podcast, Throughline, as well as composer of our new theme music. We're also joined by Jen Cheney, TV critic with Vulture, and Dave Schilling, writer and humorist, contributing writer at the LA Times. And I want to add in one more voice, Wesley Morris, critic at large, journalist with the New York Times. You may know him as co-host of the podcast, Still Processing. Welcome, Wesley. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hey. Uh, I, I, I'm into that 10 a.m. Uh, that 10 a.m. number. That's a good one. <laughs> it's pretty epic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I wanted to just play you uh, in, in your recent podcast episode of Still Processing. You really tried to get at, like, why do these theme songs mean so much to us? And I just want to play one that means uh, a lot to you. Let's hear Good Times, the theme. Oh man, that is good. <laughs> it's so good. That um, is good. Yeah, talk talk to me about it. I mean, it, well, I mean, I think I mean, I've been listening to you guys talk about these theme songs and what makes a good one and a memorable one and I think in some ways it both transcends the show and encapsulates the show at the same time so that the song becomes a memory of an entire i mean if, let's say that it's good times that we're talking about and the theme song never changes for the entire run of the show but you can't you could not have watched good times when it was on tv unless you came in late but if you were there at um i think it was eight o'clock or eight thirty um you had to listen to the theme song um and so it the song itself becomes a memory and a and a button for the show but then it also becomes a world that that contains the show depending on how you remember it and this particular song um it's just a great song i mean it, it is 
it simultaneously um, manages to explain what the show is essentially about. Um, it explains what life for poor black people is like, can be like. Um, and it is sung um, as a as a kind of gospel number, right? I mean, I, Marilyn Bregman and um, oh, geez, my my brain just went blank. But you know, this great songwriting partnership, you know, that's written many theme songs and you know, like other kinds of songs in the history of of of, of popular music. Um, they came up with this. It was. Uh, interpreted by these singers and you know i think any and, and sung by everybody in america at some point anytime you anybody who's heard this song has probably sung some part of it at some point um because it's also just a pleasure to sing um and you know it, it is i mean i think jen said that it is one of the great tv theme songs and i would agree i mean i love your concept that basically because you have this prolonged exposure to the theme song that it kind of creates almost like a memory distillate, you know, like it's not, it's like takes all the times you've watched that show and it keeps like uh, extracting their emotional essence until you're left with like this potent, potent, you know, uh, quality. Um, it's I, so I, but that's a good yeah. one, right? Like that's a great theme song. There are lots of crappy ones that do the exact same thing. Um, like the earworm part, I mean, you can't control, I mean, the worm is the worm. It doesn't matter what, what's going on with the song. If you hear it enough, you're stuck with it. So what's the best, worst theme song? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it full house? I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I don't, I mean, I actually, I'd have to really think, what do you guys think? What do you yeah, think Dave, the best, Jen, worst think one is? Best, worst theme song. Beverly Hillbillies. Mm. It's not Ooh. even close. It wow. is a, a ridiculous song, but it, it <laughs> is catchy and it does what we've been talking about. It tells you what the show is. If you have never seen an episode of Beverly Hillbillies before and you want to know what the show is about, it tells you in about 30 seconds. And that's wonderful. Uh, but it's also just an annoying song. Yeah, I don't I know, I don't know if I would vote that the worst. Go ahead, Jen. No, I, for some reason, I also immediately thought of the Full House theme, just like Wesley. I, I don't know what that says about us or, or Full House, but that's what popped into my head. Well, um, I, I want to play you guys one, another theme that like, I, I have really mixed feelings about whether this is a great theme song or is a candidate for Best Worst. Let's hear uh, the Cheers theme song. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came I don't know. 
It's pure schmaltz. Pure Oh, no. Schmaltz. Stop. No, it's shut beautiful. your mouth. It's beautiful. That song is... That's it, a great from, song. From a long I will not tolerate this heresy on the national... I know. Yeah, right. Airways. I'm like, huh, I have a good idea. Let's tell three <laughs> cultural critics that the Cheers theme song sucks. Uh, this is a song about life being hard. And I, Wesley was talking about this with good times, and I think it's true of a lot of things. A lot of TV shows from the 70s and 80s. It was about tune into this show for 30 minutes and these characters that you see every week will make you the list the, the viewer forget about how hard your life is it was about transference of emotion from you the the viewer to the show taxi uh was an instrumental but it was sad wkrp in cincinnati was kind of wistful mm -hmm. this is a show or uh, this song cheer, the cheers theme song is a song about Mm, you know, life can get you down sometime. What if you went to the bar and got drunk? <laughs> like, interesting. We all needed to idea. hear that. And not know? just that, Dave, but but got drunk. And this is a very Boston. Like, you want to go where every where people are all the same. That is yep. so. Yeah. I mean, I lived that in Boston slash Cambridge for too. thirteen and years. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. I think that's I mean, why I hate it. I I get it. Yes, there's some well, sadistic undertones to that, aren't there? Well, I was just going to say the other quality that we've sort of alluded to here is that if I say the name Cheers to you, you're going to hear that theme song in your head. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the really great theme songs, you know, Good Times is certainly like that. Like they are, they may transcend what they are um, as, as a theme song, but they're also inextricably intertwined with that show forever to the point where if you hear the name, you can't even, you immediately hear that song. I mean, we have a musician on the call, right? Like, there's a, there was a musician part of this conversation. Part of this conversation, I think this song is great as as music, as as song composition. It's got all these great memorable parts to it. But I I don't make music. I just appreciate it. it you're so right. Curious. We need Ramtin, and you're released yeah. from your service from us, Ramtin. Part of your service is not backing me up on the air. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually agree. It's a little schmaltzy. I don't. I, I, I do agree. But I think it's it captures a certain time and place, right? Like that was, the, that was music. It has that kind of like Billy Joel, Elton John, Johnny kind of feel. Mm -hmm. That was like popular music in in that time, right? In the eighties and nineties. So, uh, you know, in my opinion, it does capture a time and place. When you go watch the show, you immediately know what that world was that that the bar is like in in the context of that entire world. So, you know, I'm not sure if it captures that time and place or creates it you know i mean some of these things it's like the the cheers bar is like i don't i'm not I, i'm sure a place kind of like that existed but people started to go seek that as i don't know I yeah you're right it's not it. real it, that <laughs> yeah. place is not real but the song says what if that existed and it does every thursday at 8 30 on nbc and tune in it's a branding thing as much as it is about the, the feeling of the show it's about hey you can feel like this every single week for 30 minutes. The bar is not real, but the show can be for you. The feeling is. Yeah. 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 That's such a good point. Um, we are talking about theme songs, great TV theme songs, as well as our new theme song. We're joined by Rumpton, Art Bluey, audio engineer, musician, composer, co-host, co-producer of NPR's podcast, Through Line, composer of our new theme music as well. Jen Cheney, TV critic with Vulture, Dave Schilling, writer and humorist, contributing writer at the LA Times, and Wesley Morris, critic at large with the New York Times and co-host of the podcast, Still Processing. What about a weird 
theme song and Jen will we'll go to you. What about a weird theme song that really works? Like a theme song that should not work, but somehow oh, does. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. That's a hard question. You had to go to me first for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I need to think about that. Does somebody else have an I idea? have one. Okay, go ahead. I would just, I mean, I'll just throw this out there and you guys can tell. I just, I think a weird one is uh, the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, it so captures the show and yet uh, there's something about, um, I don't know. I just think that that's a, I think that's a, that's a good weird, or maybe I'm confusing that with Doctor Who. Mm. <laughs> the, I, yeah, I, easy I, I actually to do don't. That. I don't know what actually when I when the thing that came to my head when I said the X-Files is actually Doctor Who. I think Doctor Who is a great weird theme song that actually gets it like exactly what was fun about at least the 70s, 80s version of that show. Um, Mm. It's a great piece of music. And it's I mean, is there a theremin involved in that? I can't remember. Yeah, Um, there's there's all kinds of stuff. It was like one of the first instances of electronic music being used for a, a film or TV score. And it is very weird and outside of time somehow, which is funny yes, for yes, a show yes, about yes. a time traveler mm-hmm. and super alien. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're unfortunately not listening to the Doctor Who theme song going into our break <laughs> here. We are listening to one of the other all time great theme songs. This is my personal favorite. It is, uh, this is the season two version of the Wires theme song. Stay tuned for more form after the break. We're talking great themes. Oh, he's got the fire and the fury at his command. Well, you don't have to worry if you hold on to Jesus' hand. We'll all be safe from Satan when the thunder rolls. This is Barbara Leslie, president of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure, the smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, tune in to KQED, always bringing us remarkable stories about who we are and where we live. Enjoy today's episode of Forum. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. We have new theme music, so we are talking about great theme music, what it does, what it means to people, why it becomes so important to us. And we want to bring in Peter from San Francisco, who has a question about the Forum theme music. Welcome, Peter. Yes, hi. Thank you for having this program in this way. Uh, I'm uh, very curious about what the reason is and the background for why the theme song is changing. This isn't a new program, at least I don't. It's got still got the same name and sort of format. So I'm very curious. You know, is it to sweep out everything Michael Krasny? Is it to announce some new directions or new methods? From my perspective, Krasny's uh, theme song had a kind of a tough edge, 
which I appreciate, these seem to be uh, pointing perhaps towards something more thoughtful, more a little slower moving, but might also suggest less hard hitting or less potential for sharp criticism or something that the, you know, the listener might uh, find uh, problematic or new or unpleasantly new and so on. Huh. Well, Peter, that's it's interesting. I mean, we obviously are expecting lots of feedback about the theme song. I think from my perspective, just as one of the people who's sitting in Michael Krasny's chair, not literally, but figuratively, I, I don't expect that we're going to be less hard hitting. I think that, at least for me, it felt like we just wanted something that felt sort of updated with different kind of instrumentation and that felt... I don't know, like more, I, I guess the, maybe what you're gesturing at is kind of what I think of as it sounding more curious. Like we want to find out. Like this show tells these stories and it finds out new things and we do it live in this way that is really, really hard and increasingly unusual. Um, so that's where, that's where it kind of comes uh, for me. Ramtin, like, do you want to talk about um, the different kinds of interpretations that you've heard people give to different theme music that you've made? Yeah, it's it's um it's always a tough transition because you get used to one sound and obviously their music themes are valid for different reasons. But um, the music I write, uh, you know, it's I mean, the one thing I will say is it's I really make stuff that's rooted in modern sounds and textures that are coming uh, out of what's popular music. So in this case, with this theme that was partly the goal. And that's really kind of all I know how to do. Um, although I can write lots of different styles. So I think in terms of its texture and its sound, it, the goal was to make something that's curious. That's something that's driving. Um, it's something that feels like uh, the direction the conversation is often going in, which is towards something, towards some kind of propelling uh, the listener towards some kind of um, thought or profound kind of uh, observation. And so that was the goal. And a lot of the music I write does move in that direction and does have that vibe and feel. But, you know, there's no right or wrong answer here. I think what it comes down to is that uh, sounds change, time changes, and it's always kind of tough to, to, to kind of go with that change, whatever direction it is. But yeah, I'm, know. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, but I think ultimately uh, that new sound, whatever it is, will be something that someone else enjoys. <laughs> For the next five to seven years and when it changes again there'll be another change and it's just an ongoing challenge i think with with changing theme music yeah and i just want to um Ramtin, before we let you go back to your real life um kristen has a nice uh, compliment for you kristen writes i love the old theme music so much it reminded me though of gathering around a table in old medieval times the new music this morning is so refreshing and beautiful it feels energizing and invokes reflection at the same time beautiful new choice and really fitting for this next chapter so that's nice. And I also, you know, I once heard Jad um, from Radio Lab talk about, you know, what it is that their show was trying to do. And I don't think we have exactly the same purpose. But he, he once said to me, you know, we're trying to have people hold like two competing truths in hand. And I think one of the things that's really true about Forum and our music really needed to reflect this was that there's going to be many different elements and many different uh, perspectives that come onto the air and that what we're trying to do is extract some kind of like both signal and like new understanding out of those things. And I think for me, that's what um, this theme does. So thank you so much, Ramtin, for just, you know, sticking with us and also coming on the show to, to talk and have a, have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Bye. So now we're getting back 
TV theme music, and we've got a lot of callers who'd like to talk about this, with our distinguished panel of culture critics, Jen Cheney, TV critic at Vulture, Dave Schilling, writer and humorist, contributing writer at the LA Times, and Wesley Morris, critic at large, two-time Pulitzer winner, and co-host of the podcast, Still Processing. Let's bring in another caller, Don in San Jose. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, Don. Hey. We hey, sure can. Hey, Go ahead. I love, I love this theme. It's ironic because um, I used to make mixed CDs of theme songs because I'm a product of my youth. Um, one of my favorites was the A-Team. Um, oh, yeah. And the Greatest <laughs> yeah, American right. Hero. I Another mean, classic. Those, I mean, the Greatest American Hero has lyrics, and it's about an every man who becomes a hero. So that's great. And the A Team is just so positive, slightly militaristic, but so positive. Um, and then I really wanted to make it just a comment that hopefully you got your guests can speak to is how theme songs can change um, throughout uh, the universe of a series. So my husband and I are, are rewatching like the Star Trek series and how they change from the original series all the way up through, I guess, you know, we're on the strange new worlds or whatever. So and how how those change and how they still want to. Um, retain the the feeling of that universe, but be different and um, distinctive from previous iterations. So, thank you for the show. I'm glad somebody said the X Files because that's also an iconic one for me. So, thanks, and I look forward to hearing what you have to say. Who wants to take Star Trek on? Oh, I have to. As, as a huge <laughs> Star Trek fan, I simply must. Um, it is a unique issue, the, a problem to solve when you have. Uh, over half a decade, or half a half a decade, half a century, of music and iconic music, music that has set the standard for science fiction music um, for as long as I've been alive. Uh, how do you then take that and make it fresh? And I think Jeff Russo, who does the themes for the new Paramount Plus Star Trek shows, has done an interesting thing with, where he will do kind of like very not melodic music, music that's kind of just like strings and um, percussion stuff. And it doesn't really ever come together into anything until he quotes the theme song, the original Star Trek theme song or the Star Trek, the motion picture theme song from Jerry Goldsmith. When he does that, it's like, oh, I got that serotonin rush of familiarity. But in between, it's just kind of chaos. And I think that's an interesting way for us to look at our world and how we relate to our um, the things that we love, like the things that we love from our childhood or from, you know, whenever. Nostalgia. Like, nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. And then I get a little nostalgia, and I'm like, oh, everything makes something, sense again. at least. <laughs> yes. I have something to hold on to. I have an anchor to reality while things are kind of – um, going crazy around me. Like I have this music that can make me feel good about myself again. So I think that's an interesting choice to not try to do a new theme, but to say, here's how powerful this music is, is that it, it takes you from chaos into stability just with a couple notes. We've got a lot of comments coming in. I'm just going to, I'm going to just throw a, a bunch down the line here. Um, John writes, Hawaii Five O, Dragnet, Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, definitely both versions, but especially the first, the Bernard Herrmann, Mission Impossible, The Untouchables. There were plenty of truly iconic themes from before the seventies. Greg <laughs> writes, the only theme song I cannot skip is Dexter. It really just sets the mood for the next hour. Mark writes, the original theme to Mission Impossible by the Argentinian composer Lalo Schifrin is an all-time great, 
brilliant standalone composition, swinging, well-orchestrated, and a catchy tune. Um, Jessica also writes, I'm disappointed to say that theme music feels less relevant today. It used to signal the start of a show from something else, get your snacks and get back in here, or your bathroom commercial break is ending, but now you're hitting play when you're ready. You can even choose to skip intro. Sadly, I feel the loss of this signaling function results in less weight. I don't like that, but it just happens in me anyway. Wesley Morris? <laughs> I feel like this is a, <laughs> an explicit call-out to the way that you... I, I think your line was, I don't like the person I am when I hit skip intro, but I am that person or something like that. Well, I try not to be that person, but I have done it. You know what I mean? It's not... I don't... I, I As a matter of practice, I just don't skip it. I just sit through the theme song. Even ones I don't really care for. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about what, what I think has happened is that the both there's been this convergence of technology i mean the idea of binging something means that you can watch great quantities of it in in one sitting which from the standpoint of the people either making these shows or the companies that are that are streaming them to us kind of de-emphasizes the importance of a theme song because the little the little box you have that separates the show that you had been watching from the show you're about to watch you don't need that anymore because you're just watching the same show over and over and over again. Um, I think what you lose is is that thing that I was talking about when I was talking about good times, which is just I, it's not that you don't get a memory. Like I, I mean, I'm trying to think of a song that I've only heard in the streaming era that that did. Um, you know, something like the Yellow Jackets theme song, which is a thing that that I talked about on the show with Hanif Abdurraqib. Um, I love that song. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I think it's a great composite. It's like a memory of a thing that never happened, which is in a weird way, a perfect theme song. I think, I think Dave, you were sort of getting at that with cheers in a sense. Um, it just sounds like a piece of riot girl music that never happened. It's an original (laughs) song, not written by riot girl people, but, but written in a style that would express what the, what yellow jackets, the era of yellow jackets, or at least the, the sort of, um, the early half of what the, uh, of the show. Um, and I just, I love the turns that it takes. Um, but I also think that it's an, it's obviously an endangered species. I mean, like we can, you know, succession, um, the morning show, yellow jackets. I mean, there are theme songs out there. Girls five Eva. Um, which is really good, Jen. I agree with you. <laughs> but it's endangered. Most shows don't have them. And many shows, I think, don't feel like they need them. And it doesn't really matter because I think a lot of people are just going to skip it anyway. I think Alela, though, in Kensington, has has a show, a, a, a theme song that, at least for me, like kind of defines this modern era of theme songs. Welcome to the show, Alela. Hi. Um, yeah, thank you for this. I love the theme song from Succession. I love mm-hmm. the piano in it. And it's very, even though, I don't know if it fits your criteria, but it's so dramatic, the song, that you know something dramatic is about to go down. <laughs> and another one I really like, too, is a, is the theme song from Power. Because mm. it kind of oh, you understand yes. the character. I mean, the thing and about Succession... Oh, Alela, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I totally agree. I mean, yeah. to me, that Succession theme song is like one of the kind of portal theme songs. You and Hanif talked about that uh, too, Wesley, that like some of these songs are just like, they suck you into the world of that show. It's like, and you kind of need that mm-hmm. moment, right? Yeah. Right, right. Um, thank you so much for that, Alela. Jen, can you talk a little bit about 
shows that for you, like I think one of them for you was The Sopranos, right? Where you kind of felt like you needed a moment to work your way into that world. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about that as Wesley was just talking. I mean, it, it is very easy to skip a theme now. And I suspect if that feature had been available in the 90s, Wesley and I would have been skipping the Full House theme like every week. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there is something to like getting into the mindset, even when you're binging, like you, it's almost like a little, uh, not an intermission, but just it's just a moment for your mind to like readjust. Okay, now we're going into chapter two or three or whatever it is. And um, I like we just mentioned the succession theme song. I never skip the succession theme ever. Um, I do skip the morning show because it's three minutes yes. long and it has nothing to do with the show as far as I can ascertain. Nope. Zero, nothing. <laughs> um, but I never skip that. I never skip yellow jackets. I also love that one. Um, you know, they, they, they're preparing your brain to start processing a new part of the story. And I think there is real value in that, but um, because we can skip it, I think that, now we're, we're a little bit more engaged in like, what is a good one and what isn't? We're thinking about it more because we have mm -hmm. the option to not watch it if we don't think it's very good. Yeah, we gotta hear That's a little a bit point. of succession, just a little bit. Oh my God, that hits so hard though, doesn't it? <laughs> I want to go watch it right now. Oh just, my well, God. Get off this radio show and go watch it. <laughs> I, four minutes, four that's, minutes, Dave. That's, I think I that, do there. you guys laugh when you hear that song though? I find it to be a parody of drama. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. the mm -hmm. only consistently satirical aspect of this show. I mean, I like Succession, <laughs> I'm all in. But I think there's been some genre confusion about what the show actually is. Not from us, but from the people <laughs> making it. And I think, I think this theme song actually understands what is funny about this show while giving you something that feels like drama. Those notes, like those notes, were all that you know. Eh, eh, it's i mean i there's it's like a it's like a parody of opera essentially um and i or or you know a, a like a really kind of um i'm going to say stravinsky even though and i mean it but even though it might not be exactly right but it's making fun of some aspect of a very serious style of 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 music yeah, Wesley, I, mean, I feel like does... I have to defend the honor. It's like my old, it's like my old friend wrote that song, Nick Bertel, who is in fact a very serious classical musician. Oh no, no, um, I, Jen, know, I know, I yeah, know, but yeah. I like I, I understand. I mean, I know Nick Bertel's work very well. I, I, but I, and I'm not saying it's it's not to be taken seriously, but I think it understands the nature of the show in a way that mm. I think might have eluded the people who made it. That's all. Sorry, go ahead, Jen. Sorry. No, I was going to say I think that. That's exactly right. There's something about that song that it feels like it's a really dramatic entrance for a fool. And that's what succession <laughs> is. It's a bunch of fools and it's, <laughs> but it's very dramatic. And there are moments of, of humor in it. Um, but like that song has been remixed. It's been, I, I, you know, into like a club version. It's like a I just, great song. It's a vibe. Like it's a vibe song. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I totally agree with what Wesley was saying. Um, I want to give us one last feel good theme. Let's listen to welcome back Cotter. Oh. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names 
have all changed since you hung around But those dreams have remained and they've turned around Who'd have thought they'd lead ya? Oh man, that's just I, one of those feel good. You feel good? It's a sad song about a man whose <laughs> dreams have gone to pot. Sure, sure, completely. but no, his life is but come it's full the seventies. <laughs> oh yes, his life has come full circle back to the neighborhood he grew up in when he had dreams of leaving, and now he's back. But now he's trying oh, to help the kids. Oh, <laughs> I mean, the altruism of it is lovely, but also there's that the lyrics say. Mm, you tried you, the, the names have changed you tried to leave but the, the the things that are here are the same things that you experienced before and that's kind of sad that tempo was gluey that tempo was gluey it could be it could you could it could go at like a third a faster a pace and you the thing that dave is picking up on is exactly right it's kind of a sad song and it knows it knows it's a bummer the cotter is back <laughs> yeah, but I will say, and I, I, with due respect to the listener who said, you know, the 60s had great theme songs, and I agree, but I stand by my statement from earlier that the 70s and the 80s, sing-along theme songs, absolutely, you can't do better. Like, when you were just playing that, yeah, I started yeah. swaying uncontrollably and mouthing mm-hmm. the words. I, can't, I have no uh, capacity to stop myself from doing that, and I think so many of the songs from that era did that. You, want, you immediately were singing along with them. In honor of our new theme music, we've been talking about great TV theme music with the greatest TV guest, Jen Chaney, TV critic at Vulture, Dave Schilling, writer and humorist at the LA Times, and Wesley Morris, critic at large, the New York Times, and co-host of the podcast, Still Processing. Thank you all three so much. You're the most fun guest. Thank you. Thank you. Having us. Congratulations on the theme song. Thank you so much. We're going out to Friday Night Lights. Stay tuned for another hour ahead with Mina Kim. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio, the Germanicos Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, and the Heising-Simons Foundation. This is Barbara Leslie, President of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure, the smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way, from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, tune in to KQED, always bringing us remarkable stories about who we are and where we live. Enjoy today's episode of Forum. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found you. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Hi, I'm Tyler Foggett. Join me and my colleagues as we go beyond the headlines and deepen your understanding of the forces shaping our world today on The Political Scene, a newly updated podcast from The New Yorker. With episodes three times each week, The Political Scene accesses the sharpest minds in politics for insight and analysis about everything from abortion rights to the war in Ukraine. Make sure you're following The Political Scene, available now wherever you get your podcasts.